That was like a bolt out of the blue from what I hear when you got the phone call from Bill Shorten about being in the Senate. Well, it was uh, really, uh, Sandy. I just uh, rubbed the uh, sleep from my eye and I'd got a call from the Eastern States because I was three hours in front of me. And uh, Mr Shorten uh, uh, said he wanted to offer me the Senate seat when it became a vacant because one of the Western Australian senators was retiring and... Uh, I said, oh, well, that, there goes my fishing, if I'm going to take this on, but I need a bit of time to think about it. So, But it was a bit of a surprise. It, uh, I hadn't contemplated it, and I certainly wasn't trying to uh, put myself in that position. But um, when I thought about it, I said, well, it's a great opportunity. Uh, it would give uh, an opportunity to do things that I hope we could able to achieve in the Kimberley, but also across northern Australia. So I know there's a lot of travelling and uh, be involved uh, and a lot of times away from home, but then again... It's an opportunity and we, we we just needed to step up to it, I think. Soon it'll be 10 years when Yarrow celebrates 10 years of native title. In fact, we were talking about perhaps you stepping down a little bit with one of our recent conversations to go fishing and to do all the wonderful things you do. Looks like it's on hold for a bit. It is a bit, but um, I'm glad the Yarrow are, uh, have consolidated their position. They're moving along very well. Uh, they've got, uh, you know, some marvellous challenges in front of them. I don't presume they've got all the answers, but they they are got a good foundation and um, they're in good uh, good hands with the with the leaders there. Uh, I think the uh, the notion of uh, having a quiet life is is eluding me constantly, um, partly because uh, there's so much work to be done, and I don't believe uh, I'm the only person that can do that work. But I think it's important to try and make a contribution if you believe you've still got a cap capacity to do that. And uh, in this case, there's a lot of things I have done, a lot of opportunities I've had and responsibilities I've had to carry in different uh, fields and a, and a great um, opportunity that was offered to uh, for a Senate seat. Uh, I thought, well, maybe there's some uh, other ways we might be able to get focus on the matters that affect the people who live in the Kimberley and, and on matters that affect the Aboriginal peoples, of course, and to take the country forward over big issues like the uh, constitutional recognition, the need for treaties, the need for uh, bedding down, I suppose, of those things that keep uh, dividing us rather than uniting us. And not forgetting uh, the inquest into deaths and custody, that really where it all first started for you, wasn't it? Absolutely, and, uh, and I've been invited to the National Press Club on the 13th of uh, April to make an address in... Uh, in light of the 25th anniversary of the uh, deaths in custody. So I'll be saying some things about uh, that then. But, uh, of course, the deaths in custody have uh, have not diminished. Uh, there's appalling numbers of children in uh, living away from their homes, uh, the appalling and sad uh, events of suicides that are, that are occurring. Um, these are all social uh, and uh, social factors that affect many families, many uh, of our, our own loved ones. And um, we've got to find ways to, uh, to make life a meaningful place where young people can grow up peaceful, happy, secure and strong and where they know that they're loved and, and cared for. So uh, uh, that'll be a challenge. And I know many, many uh, people in the Kimberley are working towards those goals and whatever little role I can play to make sure that resources can be uh, made available to those who are doing marvellous work, uh, I'll be certainly trying to ensure that the resources for those wonderful people in the community uh, to continue that wonderful work. Pat, you've had a few 
weeks to think about this appointment that's been asked of you by Bill Shorten, the opposition leader for the Senate. What's been going through your mind? Well, and the most immediate thought was Nick Xenophon wearing his pyjamas at corridors of Parliament if there was a late sitting in, in, in my pyjamas. But uh, no, look, there are many things uh, that have been going through my mind. One is obviously the travel. Uh, the other one is the collaboration. Uh, when it's such a, uh, a bear pit uh, that uh, people seem to get embroiled in. Uh, but yet there are a lot of good people on all sides of politics. And I think we've got to try to find a way to harness that, uh, get a genuine cross-party approach to Indigenous affairs uh, and Indigenous matters in, in particular, but also to ensure that the opportunities are not lost uh, for people in the north, the, the battlers, or the little business people uh, in northern Australia, uh, that they're not left out with big corporations just coming in. I mean, there's got to be some equity and, and uh, an opportunity for all those that have put in the hard yards uh, in the Kimberley and uh, Pilbara and other places, uh, and as well as the top end of the Northern Territory. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of people who, who've um, taken the risk, uh, who uh, really ought to be recognised for that, uh, that uh, courageousness and, and given some encouragement and incentives and, and obviously reap their rewards for their, uh, for their hard efforts. What's running to your mind, uh, through your mind, with those first sittings that's going to happen when you're going to take that seat in May? Will you sit quiet and listen for a little bit or perhaps express your thoughts first off? I think I'd sit quiet and just observe. I don't pretend that I've got a monopoly on how the Parliament uh, protocols work, uh, but I'll learn those very quickly. Uh, obviously, I'll, I'll make notes of what people have got to say and, and peruse the hansards. Uh, and so that whatever someone has got to say, if I haven't had a opportunity to respond to it, I will get an opportunity during the course of the time that I'll be uh, be in the parliament. It would take a disciplined person to be able to take this position on, like you said, entering into the pit of the Senate with the goings on as has been. Where do you think a lot of your discipline has come from? Is it being an Aboriginal man? having to walk into two worlds, or perhaps being a Catholic priest to begin with? I think it's having to work in, across two worlds to listen, to learn. Uh, I learned some valuable lessons from people like Elliot Johnson, who was the head of the Royal Commission. Always uh, I'd see Elliot listening to people uh, about some matter that was of concern to them and spend a fair bit of time uh, doing that and um, realise that... A lot of people have got a lot of things to contribute. All they need is some empathetic person to listen to what they're concerned about and often they can make um, your paucity of information on a subject uh, enriched and uh, hopefully it can be useful then in how you might apply it. So uh, I think listening is a very important part of politics rather than uh, wanting to big note yourself and talk about all the things that you, you think you can do when in fact you can do very little. Pat, what's been family reaction? Because we've often spoken about your big sister getting you back to school, taking you off the droving trail. Yeah, well, I think they thought I was probably going to go fishing and there'd be more time to sit in the sunset, <laughs> but that's not going to happen. Uh, but they're, um, they're just as pleased. The family's uh, pleased about that. There's adjustments we have to make in some little regards. But no, I think we've all respected individual decisions within our family. So long as the family... Uh, is, is uh, you know, united uh, and is in support. Um, people tend to uh, feel, well, that it's a decision you made, you've weighed it up and they respect the, the uh, 
the uh, the direction you want to go in. They mightn't always agree with that, but they they respect it, and they are very supportive once you embark upon it. Do you feel Australia is finally growing up as a nation? That's a really good question, Sandy. I, I think um, I think we are in the process of some change. We're, we we are obviously preoccupied with many of the sadder things in Indigenous communities um, at times, but I do think the maturity of the nation is starting to to turn a bit of a corner. There's some dinosaurs there in the road, of course, but uh, the fact that there's discussions about treaties now happening in the state of Victoria. That the this, that the topic isn't scaring the life out of uh, most establishments in the country, that we are getting to a stage where the possibilities of agreement over those seminal issues, those key issues that have caused frustration to Aboriginal people over a long period of time, the lack of recognition of their first occupancy of the lands and the way in which they were dispossessed from these lands. I think we're getting to the stage where that can be now dealt with in a more mature adult manner and hopefully find some resolution to it. It'll take us a few years, but. It, it's not as off the off the uh, table as it were as it used to be, say five or six years ago. And just lastly, there's a fair bit to do before you take that big chair in the Senate. You're at uh, the moment discussing homeland and communities. Uh, perhaps uh, what's to happen if uh, they're eventually closed in the long run? What else uh, are you going to be up to? Oh, well, I'm, I'm basically uh, in a listening mode. Uh, there's a lot of things I'm familiar with, but I'm in a listening mode, uh, wanting to understand clearly what uh, many marvellous leaders are trying to do, uh, the frustrations that they have with their services being cut back, uh, the, the aspirations they have for, for better things to be done, uh, the willingness that they have to collaborate and work together, and, and to ultimately develop proposals and solutions that they can put to governments rather than simply relying on governments to come to them with some thought-out solution which is normally not going to work. So I'm, I'm very encouraged by the fact that leaders are looking to provide solutions or approaches that may give some of the, you know, some of the solutions to the problems rather than simply waiting for others to come up with their answers. Pat, thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much, Sandy, and as always, good to talk to you.